On this edition of Alberta Dugout Stories, the podcast, we recap the Baseball Alberta Awards Gala with three of the athletes who came away with hardware. Welcome to episode 65 of Alberta Dugout Stories, the podcast. I'm Joe McFarland. What a weekend it was in Edmonton as Baseball Alberta held its annual general meeting and convention, which included the year-end awards highlighting the athletes, umpires, volunteers, and many others who make the baseball community in our province tick. We're looking forward to spending some time over the next few weeks sharing some of those stories. In this week's episode, we're going to highlight the Players of the Year. 14 awards were handed out, and this year, one athlete took home two of them. Ellie Jesperson picked up the 16U Girls Award as well as the Women's Open Award. She had a great year representing our province and then our country as one of five Albertans selected to the national team. And as the youngest player on that squad, she turned a lot of heads. We met the 16-year-old back on episode 41 of the podcast, so it was nice to catch up with her this time around with some hardware in hand. Ellie, welcome back to the podcast. Yeah, thanks for having me. What's it like now that you've been able to sit over this for the last couple of days and realize that you're the 16U Girls Player of the Year and also the Women's Open Player of the Year? Oh, well, I was really honored to get both awards and um, really excited for being recognized um, for both awards, even though, and for my hard work, even though so many other people put in lots of hard work and don't get recognized for it themselves. Did you have any idea that maybe you were at the very least in the running or even potentially a front runner? I knew I would be in the running because every girl from Alberta uh, has a chance at the award. But, and I, but I was very surprised that I got both awards um, because at first I thought I would only have a chance at the U16 one. Mm-hmm. Take us back to the moment where they call your name and what went through your mind? Oh, well, I was very excited and honored to be able to get both awards and also meet Mike Soroka, who was there. I was going to ask about that, and we were talking before we hit the record button about uh, having Mike Soroka there. Here's a guy who's in the major leagues. What was it like listening to him, and what kinds of messages did you take away from his uh, chat with you? Yeah, he was very inspirational and he also was an Albertan, which was even more um, exciting to know. And he told his story, and it was really interesting to hear how he got to where he was or he is today and um, his competitive spirit because I can connect with him on that level because I'm also very competitive. Going back to the awards here, and, and it's, what did it mean to you to get recognized in that way and to shed a little bit of light into the kind of year that you did have? Well, it meant a lot because I had been working towards making the national team, and then I finally did, and then um, ending the year with getting the awards just meant a whole lot for what I put in. What are you most proud of when you look back on the last year? Um... The thing I'm most proud of would be making the national team and being able to participate in Mexico and represent our country. When you look at goals now that you kind of have a a bit of an off-season here from the baseball side of things, what are you eyeing towards? 
Um, well, my biggest goal would be making the national team again because there'll be tryouts again um, this coming year. And to be able to play in the World Cup, which is what we qualified Canada for um, this year. I know one of your sisters actually came away with uh, with a bursary, if memory serves me correct. It had to be pretty special just from a, a family perspective to be able to uh, share all the, the positive and all the, the great vibes from the weekend. Yeah, I was very proud of her for getting that. She's she's a really hard worker, and she really deserved that award. Talking to different people around baseball circles in this province, and everyone talks so highly of the Jesperson siblings and all they've accomplished so far. I'm curious, where does that competitive nature come from? Um, well, probably my dad also played sports and baseball and basketball growing up, and he was always super competitive too. And I guess his competitive spirit kind of just... Um, came along with us because we just grew up playing sports with him and everything. So I feel like that would be a big part of it. I'm curious how you're going to answer this. Who do you think is the best ball player out of the siblings? <laughs> um, well, I don't know. I'm not sure, but <laughs> I can't say. <laughs> <laughs> playing the politically correct card. I, I like that. I mean, it, but it, it is amazing to me is, is seeing the competitive spirit out of all of you because you've all reached such high peaks in baseball already. And so what is it that is that keeps driving you day after day to be the best that you guys are? Well, I think things like um, when we reach reach our goals, it makes us want to do more and uh, achieve more and see how well we can do, um, especially being women and growing the growing baseball in women's sports. Final question for you. As you look at your awards and as you look over the year that's been, anybody you want to single out is in either inspiring you or giving you that extra nudge to be the best that you can be? Yeah, definitely. I've been hitting with Sheen Bromley uh, once a week, and we have for the last couple years now, and he's been a really big part of my development as a hitter and a baseball player overall. And also this past school year, I've been going to FX Baseball Academy for um, to practice with them, and they've really um, helped me develop as a player. It is great to hear. Well, Ellie, congratulations on all the accolades. Congratulations on the year that you've had and all the best as we look forward to 2020 and beyond. Thank you. Congrats again to Ellie on the two awards as well as to Taylor Breen as she picked up the 14U Curls Award. Moving on, we want to take some time to congratulate some of the younger athletes who took home awards over the weekend. In the 11U category, Southwest Edmonton's Tristan Zapata and Red Deer's Daryl Rodriguez were the winners. In the 13U category, it was Innisfail's Ethan Savage and Nathan Flewelling as well as St. Albert's Eric Hartman taking home the bragging rights. And the awards in the 15U category went to Fox Creek's Charmaine Gervais, Grand Prairie's Austin London, and Dogs Academy's Connor Pote. The son of former major leaguer Lou Pote was profiled in our seventh inning stretch series ahead of the T12 this year, and we chatted with him this week after he earned even more accolades. Connor, thanks so much for joining us on the podcast. Yeah, for sure. It's an honor. Thank you for having me. Let's take a look back at this past weekend and you winning the award through baseball, Alberta. What did that mean to you? Uh, it was it was a great feeling to be recognized as one of the one of the best players in Alberta, and I think that puts a cherry on the cake with us winning provincials too. It was a great great end to a great season. When you look back on the weekend, what was the first thing that went through your head when you heard your name called? 
Uh, I was so excited just to go up there and, uh, you know, get a picture taken with Mike Soroka, one of my idols and a former participant in, uh, Alberta baseball. And, uh, it just felt great to be, uh, have someone that's came from where we are in, you know, Alberta, Canada make to the big leagues. And that gave me some hope that, uh, you know, anyone can do it, I guess. Let's start with that aspect of it and, and getting the opportunity to to meet Mike, to hear uh, his words. What did you take away from that conversation as you listened to him speak? Uh, well, I think I really connected with him because he talked about uh, a lot of things I've gone through about when you're growing and, you know, you get sore, like growing pains and all that. And he said, you just got to remember that it may feel like you're not lo- you're losing your uh, athletic ability, but it's just your body going through changes and that you're going to get sore and you just got to wait and trust it because, uh, you know, he, he's six, five around two thirty, So I'm pretty sure his growing pains must've sucked. <laughs> and, and it's interesting that way is, I mean, you've got the, the pedigree, you've got your dad kind of in your back pocket kind of thing. Is it different hearing the same kinds of advice from somebody completely different other than, you know, your blood, like your dad? Yeah, I think it really connects because, uh, you know, Mike Soroka's seven years older than me. he's, only 22 so it's just crazy to think that you know hearing my dad who's getting what I like to think is older now and uh (laughs) just hearing a 22 year old kid and he's he's such a great speaker and he's so smart he's just he's just he's just great and it's it's amazing hearing what he says and it it, he talks like he uh and just his knowledge of the game it he talks like he's been in the league for 15 years and I mean you can see that when he pitches and he just has so much knowledge already, and especially being a young kid, just the stuff he has to tell you, it's just it's unbelievable. Is that something that you tr- are going to try to bring into your mindset as well, is that you have to be kind of that ongoing student of the game, and you don't necessarily have to be the most overpowering, but you better be the smarter of the two when it comes to each at-bat? Oh, yeah, for sure. You you know, you can't just... Raw talent can only take you someplace. Hard work and uh, being just... N- knowledgeable of the game and knowing the right plays and executing the right pitch when you could just blow, try to blow a flat fastball by him uh, is really important because you know that raw potential can only take you so far but if you got a do you have another edge like uh you know just having that edge of on the intellectual side about you know uh what pitches to throw in a good count all that stuff then uh you know i think it really gives you an advantage Looking back on the year that you had, and there are certainly a lot of things that you got to take part of, single out something of a highlight for yourself. What was the most exciting aspect of the 2019 season? It was probably, I'd have to say, we were playing in a game uh, in Langley against North Shore. And uh, I always tell, people always ask me this question, what was the best part about the season? And, uh, it, they're always surprised I don't tell them it's the provincial final and all that, but it was our game. It was a game against the North Shore Twins from Vancouver in a in a Langley tournament, and uh, there there had been some stuff that went on with them a game before. You know, they were saying some things that just were disrespectful towards one of our players, Jose Nunez, and uh, we played them in a night game uh, under the lights, and uh, I think we we won uh, about two nothing and. This nine inning game went into extras and it was just unreal. It was the best game our team played hands down by far. Just sticking up for our teammate Jose, who's 
who's the heart and soul of our team and having an amazing game overall, just team-wise. And it really brought us together as a family, and we saw what we could do. One of the things that I've taken away from the conversations I've had about that team in particular is that you guys have been able to kind of grow together and to be able to to really grasp that that whole notion of being a team all the way through. How special was that group in your eyes? I think we're the best Bantam Dogs team that, you know, Albert has ever seen. I think that we'll have a lot of big names that you look five years from now and you'd be like, wow all those guys were on the same team. Like, I just think that we had, we had something that no one had. And it was, uh, we'd all played against each other on our different teams. You know, some of us coming from Sherwood Park, St. Albert, Junior Dinos, the Cubs, we'd all had competition against each other. And I made sure before we got on the team that I got in contact with everyone and talked to them about them because uh, I kind of already had an idea of, what our team was going to look like from fall ball and uh, winter. And, you know, we, we were with each other all year for, oh, way longer than other teams are because we practice in the winter and all that. Mm-hmm. So I think that we really just, there's just something about us. I, I, to be honest, I don't even know what it is, but there's just that it factor. You can't really name it, but it's just there and it just sets us apart. And now you get to look ahead to 2020. And what's on your radar? What do you want to accomplish over the next year? Uh, my biggest goal right now is just, uh, I think, to play, make the junior national team roster. That would be my biggest goal. And then uh, looking into the summer is be, you know, just have a good overall summer. That would be, that's about my only goal that I have. As long as I play well and, uh, my team wins. That's all I look forward to in a baseball season. I know the ac- the personal accolades have rolled in, and like I said, you get the award over the weekend. But mm-hmm. is it tough to kind of differentiate between the the personal stuff and the team stuff when you've got uh, sort of some different goals in mind like that? Uh, I think a little bit, but you know, I don't. I think if uh, you know, if I hadn't played on that team, then I don't think I'd be Bantam Player of the Year. I think that team made me the player I was all year and they drove me to be better and try to, you know, put myself out there. And they made me being surrounded by good players can only make you better. And that team was full of good players and uh, amazing players actually. And they just made me better. And they, it was almost like our friendly little competition. We try to, you know, see who could get more hits in the game. And sometimes we'd even try to see if we could have home run derbies on during games, if uh, we're on a smaller field, but, they really pushed me to become who I am and who I played as this year. Anybody in particular over at Dogs Academy that you feel was instrumental in what you've been able to accomplish over the last year? Uh, definitely the coaches, but as far as players go, uh, I have to say my friends, uh, Jose Nunez and uh, Luke Wilson, They uh, those are just two, but the whole team really helped me. But those two, they... Uh, they always, they were always there. And, you know, if I had a, if I had a bad game, then they would always uh, be talking to me and tell me that it's all right. And that, you know, next weekend we'll get, we'll get to play four more games and not sweat it. And Jose, he's a heart and soul of our team. He, you can always expect a positive attitude from him. And Luke is just, Luke just, he's just that guy. He's that guy that you can go to whenever. And that's really what we needed him for. And that's what I needed him for to always cheering me up and telling me that it's going to be okay not to worry about anything those two definitely played a role in the 
my player of the year this year. Final question for you. What does it mean to you to have uh, some accolades around not only yourself, but around your team and to be uh, thought of in the way that you have been over the course of this last year? Uh, it's great. I know, uh, you know, there's a lot of kids on that team, on the dogs team alone, I think could have got player of the year, but I think that I'm extremely blessed and fortunate by uh, God that I got picked and, uh, you know, uh, I really, I can't really put it on myself. I got to thank them. They, they made me how I played this year and it was just, they, uh, they just, they made me who I am. I can't really describe it any way else. Connor, well, congratulations on being named player of the year through baseball, Alberta and continued success going into next season. Yeah. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. There was one more age group that was singled out during the Baseball Alberta Awards, and that was 18U. Elk Point's Andre Proctor-Ramirez, Provost's Josh Paulgard, and Grand Prairie's Donovan Wallace were the winners in that category. Wallace is a product of the Northern Lights Academy and is already eyeing up next season as he's going to school at Okanagan College. After a busy few days of traveling between school, home, and Edmonton for the awards, we caught up with the young utility man. Donovan, thanks so much for joining us on the podcast. Yeah, thank you for having me. Take us back to this past weekend and winning that award through Baseball Alberta. What did it mean to you to be recognized in that way? Well, it just felt good. I was obviously happy with the season already, and it was just an excellent boost of confidence at the end. It felt nice to get recognized and stuff like that. What was the first thing that went through your mind? I don't know. I was just happy. All I could do is smile and be proud walk up there, shake Mike's hand, get a picture. It was good. Thank my coaches and everyone who helped me along the way. What sticks out to you from this last season that really uh, allowed you to be propelled into the spotlight like you have? I don't know, just the energy that the team brought this year. It was a good, good group of guys. We were tight. We all liked each other. We all helped each other, and it just helped me be happy and work hard, and get success, obviously. Take us back to the very beginning for you and, and how you got involved in baseball in the first place. Well, so I, I obviously played t-ball when I was really young, and then I stepped away from baseball and played hockey through most of my uh, childhood. And I came back to baseball in about peewee, and then that's when I met the core group of guys, and we actually went on to win the Wee AA Provincials that year. And then we went on to Westerns from there. And then throughout Bantam and Midget, I've been playing with a core group of seven guys and we've been sticking together and having fun and stuff like that. And uh, yeah, the rest is history, I guess. Talk us through being that two-way player. One of the things that was pointed out to me is uh, not just a, a pitcher, but you also did a, a fair amount to, at the plate as well. Yeah, so through my first two years of midget, I was mainly just a pitcher, kind of just a PO and whatnot. And then over the offseason last year, I started working hard in the cage. And my we got a new hitting coach, and he really helped me out and stuff like that. And... Uh, yeah, I just really improved, and then I worked a spot in. Or I got a spot on in the outfield and in the batting order, and then it just went off from there. 
What's been the best part about going through the program with Northern Lights? I don't know. It's just it's nice how how small it is. Coaches really work one on one, and you really feel a part of it. Especially how everyone's the face of the organization there. Like it's not a hundred people; it's only twenty guys trying out, twenty guys on the team. Everyone knows us in the town. It's awesome. Now you get to go to another fairly small town. You're over in Okanagan College now getting ready for the upcoming season. Uh, walk us through the decision to go to Okanagan and, and to uh, continue the dream of baseball. Well, originally I was going to go down to the States. I had a couple of offers down there, but the Canadian lifestyle seemed to be the best for me, and I just decided to stay close to home. felt good. And I just saw this as an opportunity to keep playing and stay close to home and stuff like that. And I have a couple of buddies here, and it's good. What kinds of things are you hoping to improve upon as you go about your the next steps in the journey? Uh, I'm just looking to improve on my mainly my pitching. I'm just a I stopped hitting obviously in college, but. Yeah, I'm just working on new pitches, velocity, just having fun. Speaking of pitchers, uh, the guest speaker at the Baseball Alberta event last weekend was Mike Soroka. Did you take anything away from what he had to say to you in the crowd? Yeah, I did, actually. It was it was awesome hearing him talk about his life and his journey. And the biggest thing that I took away is just his hard work and his mentality there, how hard he worked in the gym, his mentality that he just wanted to keep moving forward every day and stuff like that. that, That's going to help me in the future for sure. We always talk about how Alberta and Canada are known for hockey and for football, yet here's one of the best young pitchers in the majors coming from our own backyard. Does it give you something to aspire towards? Yeah, obviously. He's going to bring a lot of eyes to Alberta now and Everyone's going to be asking who this kid is from Alberta, and they're going to be looking here for future prospects, obviously. And it's nice to have that guy to break the ice, kind of, for future players. Whether it's in baseball or life in general, who inspires you? In life, I'd say everyone, especially my grandpa. It's just my grandpa, he's been teaching me lessons since I was a little kid. And he's been playing ball when he was young and my dad and it's just it's easy for me to see other people's success and it just makes me want to do the same and just be as good as they do final question for you when you look ahead to next year what would you like to accomplish personally i just want to have fun next year keep working hard myself develop and just get better every day stuff like that all i can ask for fantastic stuff again congratulations donovan on the award over this past weekend and continued success heading into 2020 thank you thanks for having me
Again, congratulations to all of the award winners, and thanks to Ellie Jesperson, Connor Pote, and Donovan Wallace for joining us on the podcast. Even though the offseason has settled in, we will continue to bring you some of the stories from the awards, among many other storylines that we've been following. So if you haven't already, now would be a great time to subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, and Podbean. Until next time, thanks again for all of your support, no matter the platform of Alberta Dugout Stories.